Uh, basically, tr pack lighter than you think you're gonna need, because uh, you always end up packing more than you ever need. So the lighter your bags are, the quicker you can move through the airport, things like that. I always keep a pair of clothes and uh, toiletries in my carry-on bag. Hello and welcome back to Brazilian Experience Podcast, or B as we like to call it. I'm your host, Joseph Schmidtgen, and on the podcast, I'd like to share with you insights on Brazil and inspire you to learn more about this beautiful country. Today on the podcast, I sat down with Bosch interns and Texas Tech University students, Jonathan Moore and Jay Sadadin. We spoke about traveling to Brazil, how to travel, we talk about getting vaccines, navigating airports, and more to help provide more information for those of you who may have never traveled internationally or perhaps have some travel anxiety. So with no further ado, the podcast. Enjoy. My name is Jonathan Moore. I'm a mechanical engineering student at Tech, and I work at Bosch. Um, would you mind just like adding the your year study? Oh, I'm a senior. Super senior. This is Jay Saadin. Um, I study mechanical engineering, and I have internship in Bosch. And this is my third year in, in the university. And you also noted that you're not American. So uh, what what is your country of origin? Uh, I'm from Yemen. Born and raised. <laughs> so how did you hear about Brazilian experience? Um, through an advisor. His name is George Spoth. And um, I talked to him and he offered a couple opportunity to, you know, it's part of the graduation that you need to have an internship or at least study abroad and yeah that's that's how it happened and I got to pick Brazil out of all the places because of the World Cup it was cheap and I found the flyer so just decided this is where I wanted to go never been before all right so what did you know about Brazil before coming to it um I know it was a beautiful, beautiful country, and they have a great meat because I love meat. <laughs> but that was the only thing that I knew about it. I knew they were one of the largest cattle producers in the world, and they have the Amazon, and also one of the largest nations in the world. So that's basically it. Okay, so on this podcast, we're kind of wanting to go over travel and to help, like, prospective students or students think about joining the program get over some travel anxiety and just adding some information that can help them uh so just like about just describe uh what your travel was getting here and uh was it a pretty easy process how's the flight all that, all that all that good stuff so who wants to start here uh i travel quite a bit I've been a lot of places around the world so I'm not new to travel so it's pretty standard for me and so I've gotten gotten used to long flights and just being cramped in an airplane but it was pretty easy just in general and so it's uh Google flights has made it kind of stupidly simple to travel kind of wherever you want so once you got your flight just kind of hop plane after plane had a little trouble getting to one gate but that was basically it could you, like, for someone who's, like, not knowledgeable, describe what Google Flights is? Oh, yeah, they just uh, 
collect all the flight data and you can basically find the cheapest flight whenever and wherever you want to go and they tell you how much it is traveling one day later one day earlier and it's just it it makes it really easy to fly anywhere now okay how is your flight um well i'm kind of in the same boat as jonathan um I, I, tra- I travel a lot so it wasn't really hard for me to know like what to like what to not do and I'm kind of like, oh, um, what do I need to do? Like, it was a simple plan um, because since I'm not, um, I don't, I'm not a, pa- a U.S. Uh, passport holder, so you have to go through the consulate to check with them and see if you're eligible for it. And some consulate would allow you to apply online, and some don't. And in my experience, when I came to Brazil. Um, I could have done it myself, but I was busy with school and it was finals, so I had to go through a third party. And this office deals with everything. They ask you for the documents, you apply online, and then you pay the fees, and you just basically be patient and wait. And then they get the appointment and the visa for you. And that's how I obtained my visa to Brazil. So this is this question's kind of for the traveler that's never taken a flight or maybe it's only been on a road trip who doesn't really get out all that much. So what are your like do's and don'ts when you're on a long long flight? Uh basically tr- pack lighter than you think you're going to need uh, cuz you always end up packing more than you ever need. So the lighter your bags are, the quicker you can move through the airport, things like that. I always keep a pair of clothes and uh, toiletries in my carry-on bag in case your uh, uh, checked bag gets lost or it's late for any reason and just middle of the night on a 9 to 20-hour flight, brushing your teeth feels kind of nice before you snooze. But once you're on the long flies, they've gotten pretty good about being like whatever you need they understand it's another 10 hours in a space the size of a phone booth so they're kind of get up and walk around Mm -hmm. take advantage of that find empty seats if they are there as soon as the plane takes off so what about do you have any tips jay Um, i I would say in addition to what jonathan said is just pay attention and read especially in airports you can go the wrong gate that would take you 20 30 minutes especially those big airplanes that have trains inside to get back to your same gate that you need to fly from so pay attention and read and do not follow crowds because mm-hmm. that gets you in trouble sometimes <laughs> all right so um what are some uh, little housekeeping things that you guys needed to do before coming to brazil and what I mean that is, so do you need to get uh, vaccines? So what vaccines did you guys get before coming here? And as far as getting a visa, uh, how did you get a visa to come to Brazil? The visa process for Americans is pretty straightforward and simple. It's all online. I got mine within 10 hours or something. It was got an email and printed it out the next day. 
uh, as far as, so this was an online process. Yeah. For me, it was an online process. Um, and you, you have, the hardest part was you have to take certain pictures of like your face and to get it all lined up so they can match it to your passport. And I was in a coffee shop trying to find a good place to take a picture. Um, but that, and then getting your shots, I've had most of mine already, but I didn't, uh, no shots were required coming, but there there's a yellow fever outbreak, and so decided to get that one on top on top of typhoid, mm-hmm. and so got both of those. But there was a shortage, so get your shots early because I ended up having to drive rush hour traffic to Austin yeah. from San Antonio to yeah. get my yellow fever. I had a similar experience getting my vaccines. Because you really want to get them before it's too late because sometimes you can't get an appointment with your doctor and then you kind of have to like buy the vaccines on your own time, which can make the vaccines cost a lot more. So it's oftentimes it's a lot easier if you do it through your healthcare provider. And also just to add in, since Kochiba is in the south, it's in during right now it's during winter time. So you're kind you'll avoid a lot of um chances of getting uh infected with certain diseases and also since the water is clean you're avoiding some contamination issues but definitely it's better to be safe than sorry and so definitely get your uh vaccines earlier than you think that you need to get them and then one last thing when you get your um vaccines done your doctor will give you a yellow paper which tells you uh, which vaccines you got when you got them and you need to keep that yellow uh, paper with your passport at all times so just put it in the little folder and then just because you'll need that to get back into the united states so for you jay was the uh, vaccine passport visa process a little bit different for you and how was that different yeah it, it was different um as i mentioned earlier there's like two ways especially for um none um U.S. citizens or passport holders, um, even though if you have a green card, you ha- they usually take or um, treat you on what's your citizenship based on your passport, and um, you have to go at, uh, to get a two by two photo, white background, and they have like a special instruction how to do th- these photos, and. Um, uh, Either you go and do it yourself through the embassy or the consulate based on your location where you live in the state, or um, you can just hire a third party, <clears throat> which I, that's what I did. Off that they would do everything for you, pay the fees for the visa, and they get everything for you. And then if you're missing any documents, any papers, they really give back to you as soon as possible, and they're easy to reach and. It's just a simple process, nothing hard about it. Um, it's just, it would take longer than a U.S. citizen would usually get the visa because they need to go through like security and like background check and everything. And um, yeah, to add to the vaccination, uh, just make sure before you travel at least by 10 days because that's how long it takes to start taking effect in your body. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So for this next question, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about travel anxiety. So 
for a lot of new travelers, people thinking about going to a new country, the biggest daunting thing is just being able to take the step and just going to a place where they're going to be out of their comfort zone. So what would you say to someone, a prospective student who's thinking about taking that step and it's maybe has uh, some concerns, maybe think, oh, I don't speak the language. It's a little bit dangerous or some things like that, or just like little concerns that you can think someone with travel anxiety would have. So how would you maybe calm those anxieties and maybe influence someone to take the step to travel to a place like Brazil? While you should learn the language, English is the global language. So one out of every 10 people is probably going to speak it pretty well. So worse comes to worse in most of the world, you're going to find somebody that speaks the same language as you. So don't rely on that, but that plus Google will help you with the language barriers and Google has really good like voice recognition. You can just talk into it and it'll translate for you. And it's just a leap you have to take that, I mean, it might suck for a little bit, but once you get past this anxiety step, you'll get, you'll learn a lot and learn that it wasn't that bad to begin with. What about, do you have an opinion on this, Jay? Um, definitely download the offline version of Google Translate because you might not have data or internet or a SIM card because it was really kind of confusing to get one here. And um, get to know somebody who spoke both languages if you do not speak the language, like a local person. That helps a lot. So... Um, why i guess the last thing i want to kind of end with is why come why come come here so why how is this like fulfilling for you i know you guys are doing internship but it's a part of your um program but why is this experience worth taking that risk what is fulfilling about uh doing a program here guys have any thoughts about that well you get to see how different cultures do business uh i mean down here they take an hour lunch break never had that long for lunch before which is kind of nice but uh just learning how other countries do it and seeing how and from an engineering perspective seeing how that supply chain from other parts of the world works gives you a global perspective over what you may find otherwise in an american company or just working in the States though you kind of just, you get a global perspective and it's a little cliche, but it's kind of what it is. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jay? Um, definitely, you know, you get to learn more than you think, you know, in terms of culture, their traditions, the way they talk, or, um, even the way you joke with them is just totally different. And, um, in addition to that, me working as an engineer in Bosch is going to help me a lot building my resume. And since it's international, that would put, I think it would put a lot of weight on my application to apply to any other job back in the U.S. or, you know, somewhere else. And getting in the field and getting your hand dirty also helps a lot. And 
that's that was great for me thank you for listening to today's podcast to keep up to date with us at brazilian experience follow us on all social media platforms at brazilian experience you can also follow me on social media at joe schmidtgen that's j-o-e-s-c-h-m-i-t-t-g-e-n and if you're interested in doing a program with us at b visit our website at brazilianexperience.com see you guys next time bye bye